Welcome to Time of Restoration Broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. You know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. When you have no joy, you have no strength, no strength. But this is the day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice. And one of the scriptures that says, again, I say rejoice for this is the day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. Another opportunity to bless his name. Another opportunity to share of his goodness to others. Another opportunity oh just to drop drop nuggets of truth into the lives of others that have no hope. Oh, this is the day. Oh, I just thank God for his goodness. I thank God for his master plan of redemption. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We're living to live again. <laughs> We're living to live again. We're just sojourners on this earth. Our home eternally is in heaven and we're just sojourners. I thank God for each of you that have tuned in and we pray that something will be said tonight or this morning that will bless you and encourage your heart. I'm going to be opening with Psalms 8 and Psalms 8, it starts, O Lord, in the end, uh, in the New Living Translation, O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. You have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you set in place, what are mere mortals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should care for them. You made them only a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under thou authority, the flocks and the herds and all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, and everything that swims 
the ocean currents. O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. In the King James Version, that first verse reads as, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who hath set thy glory above the heavens? And when you look at that word majestic or excellence, it means how wide, how large, how powerful. In other words, how wide is your name? How powerful is your name? How large is your name? How excellent, how famous, how glorious, how goodly, how lordly, how mighty, how noble, how worthy. Oh my God, how worthy is your name in all the earth. As the scripture says, there's no other name given whereby men shall be saved than the name of God, the name of Jesus. How excellent is that name in all of the earth. Hmm. My God. It, it, it even talks about in verse 2, children are able to trust and praise God without doubts or reservations. As we get older, we can find this increasingly difficult to do. But ask God to give you childlike faith, removing any barriers to having a closer walk with Him. Encourage this by promoting the children's ministry in your church. He hears the prayers and songs of little ones. It was just a coincidence on this past Saturday, or two Saturdays ago, we had an event in our church uh, doing life together. And as I drove up, I saw four young teenagers passing the church and I turned around and I waved at the ones that were in the back. They were, they were walking past the church and I just, I was going to the event, but I really wanted to stop and talk to those young people. My daughter came a few minutes after I did, but later on that evening when we got back to the house, she says to me, oh, when I was coming to church, I saw these four young teenagers. Well, I saw them going in one direction. She saw them coming back past the church. She says, and mama, I just wanted to stop and talk to them. I says, well, that is really ironic because I wanted to stop and talk to them myself. And I waved at them. So I'm just believing that that is a sign that we're going to be encouraging the the children's and the youth ministry in our church even the more, even the more. 
So I just thank God for this scripture that we read today, Psalms 8, that, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic. O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. And then when you look at his handiworks, oh my God, when you look at the stars, when you look at the clouds, when you look at the sunset, the, the sunrise, and when you look at all of his majestic creation, that he is so mindful of us about little things. The things that we're concerned about are the things that he's concerned about in regards to us. So we just thank God. Father God, I ask for forgiveness for anything I might have said or done that would hinder this prayer. I thank God for the opportunity that I have to enter into the most holy of holies. Oh God, to give you praise, to obtain help and grace in the time of need. God, today I'm lifting up the world. Lord, I'm lifting up Libya, Morocco, uh, even even uh, uh, um, the 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 other place where the fire was and how and how oh how are ye? The devil is a liar. But I'm lifting up all these tragedies and the people that are yet trying to get things back in order. That's going to take months and years. Lord, sustain them. Lord, those that have lost loved ones. Oh, that are grieving. I mean, families wiped out, God. We are asking that you would comfort. Only as you can do. In the name of Jesus. God, we are asking that you would make known your oneness. We are praying for leaders of nations. We are praying for our president, for our government, for our local mayors and governors. We are praying for the body of Christ, pastors. Unite us even the more. God, we are praying for the sick. We are praying for the elderly. We are praying, oh God, for those that are battling depression, loneliness. We are praying that rapists and robbers and murderers will be apprehended. God, we are praying, oh God, that people's and those that are unsaved, that their minds will be changed. Their hearts will be changed. Oh, God, give them a, a, a change of heart and mind as to where, as to how they're living. That they, would, uh, that they would have a mind to want to serve you, Lord. Lord, I pray to the Lord of the harvest that you would raise up laborers. Because the harvest is plenteous. But the laborers are few. We are praying for restoration. Our elders, our, our pastor, our assistant pastor, Lord, we are praying for him, his family, the deacons, all the members, all the well-wishers. Our Little Restores Learning Center, we're lifting up the staff, the teachers, oh God, the parents of our students. Touch and make hold everywhere. Oh, God, we just be so careful to give your name. The praise of glory belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. And as we continue our teaching on we being the light of the world, and our scripture text is coming from Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through... 16. 
Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. On last week, I concentrated on verse 13. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. And we were alluding to the fact that we are the light of the world. But when you lose your salt, you're, come, you're, 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 you're in a backslidden state. And when you lose your salt, you, you lose your light. We have read a scripture in Proverbs 14 and 14, and it says the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. And that was just showing selfish absorption and how a person, when they began to backslide, they began to concentrate on self. Also, backsliding can be, can be a part of religious indifference. Matthew 24 verse 12 says, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And I believe that's what we are seeing today in the world. I mean, when you think about pastors that have given up, they've lost hope. People that have not even returned back to church because of religious indifference. It says, and because iniquity shall abound. Because sin has abound. That the love of many shall wax cold. Many that loved God before. I mean, had clapping in their hands, running in their feet. You know, couldn't wait to get to church. Couldn't wait to enter the sanctuary. But now because of the iniquity that's abounding so much in the world that those that have loved God said they're waxing. <laughs> they shall wax cold. The love of many shall wax cold. Then there's unfitness for the kingdom. And all this is alluding to backsliding. And we don't want the saints to backslide. Because when you backslide, your light goes out. 
you no longer are the light of the world because your salt has lost its savor and your light has gone out. So also, there's an unfitness for the kingdom. In Luke chapter 9, verse 62, it says, And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. No man. <laughs> and Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. I'm going to go to Gal Galatians 6 and 1. Let's look, see what that verse says. Galatians is a reference scripture that this is leading us to. Galatians 6 and 1 says, Galatians 1 and 6, I'm sorry. Galatians 1 and 6 says, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Mm. I marvel are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. So we don't want to be quickly removed and you know, we want to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. We don't want to be the ones that not fit because we are looking back. The enemy will make you think that you have lost everything when you accept Jesus as your personal Savior. And that's the biggest lie that he can tell anyone. You're gaining life. Hallelujah. So... There's, there's an unfitness, there's a religious indifference when it comes to backsliding. There's an unfitness for the kingdom when you decide to look back. And there's bondage to forms. Galatians 4 9 says, But now, after that ye have, been, after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements where unto ye desire again to be in bondage? My Lord, my Lord. Galatians 4 and 9. But now, after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage? You, you know, you think about a person that has been set free from uh, drugs, cocaine, whatever type of drugs, and then to go back and be influenced by friends, 
or just because of the fact that you still want to hang with those in darkness and once you've been set free and delivered how dare you <laughs> you know why would you want to return back to what you were bound by my god but now, after that ye have known God and known freedom and known deliverance, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements, whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage. So, I just want to encourage those that find yourselves absorb in yourself and and you it's all about you what you want what your body is, is is wishing for what your body is telling you you need no no we're going to stay delivered we're going to stay delivered then there's divine displeasure hebrews 10 and 38 Hebrews 10 and 38 and it reads as follows now the just shall live by faith but if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in them So here we see we have that divine displeasure, the drawing back, the drawing back. Let's go to Second Peter chapter two, verse twenty, as a cross reference to that verse. Second Peter. chapter 2 verse 20 and that says for if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ they are again entangled therein and overcome the latter end is worse with them than from the beginning. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than from the beginning. It behooves those that are saved not to want to go back because the scripture clearly says that, you know, those that turn back and backslide, once you've been delivered of a thing, he said seven times more devils will enter. I mean, I've literally seen people that was running for Jesus, you know, had clapping in their hands, living for him, on fire for him, backslid. And look like they, I mean, seven times more devils and demons enter them. 
the fight was so much harder. But yet able, God is yet able to deliver if they are ready to say and surrender themselves to the Lord. And so we just want to encourage you tonight that you let your light continue to shine. Don't don't get into the place that you want to have selfish absorption and religious indifference and unfitness for the kingdom. You know, because you're looking back in bondage and bondage to forms, you know, and desire what you've been freed from to return to being bondage. So you, I just want to encourage you tonight, you know, continue to let your light shine. Then you, the loss of spiritual enthusiasm. Revelations 2 and 4 says, Nevertheless, I have someone somewhat against thee because thou hast lost thy first or they, you have left thy first loved. In other words, Revelation 2 and 4. Let me turn to let me turn to that in my Bible. I'm trying to read the notes are so small. Revelations uh 2 and 4. Revelation 2 and 4, it says, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. So, we want to make sure we want to keep that enthusiasm. We do not want to lose our first love. The Bible says you have to be either hot or cold, when you're lukewarm, he says, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. So I want to encourage you, don't, you know, uh, backslide. Don't lose your saltiness. Don't lose that light. Don't let your light go out because of backsliding. Losing your enthusiasm or by looking back. Hallelujah. So tonight, if you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, I would like for you to pray this prayer with me. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, come, live on the inside of me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Master, and my Savior. To the backslider, confess your sins. God says, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And pray to God, and ask him to restore unto you the joy of his salvation. <laughs> and let someone else know. Tell someone what you've done today, that you've accepted Jesus, that you're on a new journey, and that you are now a Christian. Hallelujah. And whatever you do, Always remember, 
to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord. God bless. I love you.